also want to speak into your future and destiny here. Every exploit you need to make in life, you will make such exploits. No culture anywhere will place a limit upon you. Ladies, this one should be your own prayer. You will not be limited by culture. It's like the prayer is for men. Men, you will not be limited by culture. Ladies, that prayer is actually for you. One more time, I pray you will not be limited by culture. We live in Africa where they say some things are not meant for women. And they say women cannot rise to certain positions in some offices and some palastatas. You will break such limits. Ladies, be careful. Your amen is making me annoyed. You will rise above all cultures. Whether you like it or not, no culture will set a limit upon you. Say no, 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 no. Even yes, we agree she's a senior, she has this, she has that, but she's a woman. I pray for you that no part of your destiny will be subjected to the reason of your gender. Moses came to a time in his ministry where God had to change the culture. Don't mind me, I know where I'm going. There were certain girls, about four of them or so, they are called the Zenophehat's daughters. The Bible said their father died and they had no son. Pay attention to this story because it will be some people's liberation here. Their father died and had no son. And so the culture said, because he has no son, all that he had will be given to his own brothers and the men in his family. But the girl stood up. Like some of you will have to stand up after this story and tell him to pray. They stood up. They said, is it our fault that our father had no son? Why should our destiny and our rights be subjected to what we could not control? Can you stand up this morning to pray? This service is taking a different shape and I want you to be sensitive. I want you to pray. One prayer point this time and I continue that story. Lift up your right hand to God and say, Father. Father. Can, can, children, please pray. Teenagers, pray. Say, Father. Father. My life and my destiny, my life and my destiny will, not will not be limited by the mistakes of my parents. Come on, turn that to prayer now. Turn that to prayer. Please pray, please pray. I beg you, pray. Ah, Lord, I declare over my life and destiny that my life and my destiny will not be limited by the mistakes of my parents, by things that would not control. Is right. Answer them as they have said. 
I pray for you this morning by the raising of the mercy of God. Whatever people say is not fit for you, but is written concerning you in your destiny. This morning, you receive it in advance in the name of Jesus. Be sensitive. Be sensitive. I'm praying for you in advance. I'm praying for you in advance. Some of you, the answer to this prayer, you will see it five, seven, ten years away from now. One more time I declare, whatever has been written concerning your destiny, but men say you are not fit for it, I declare in advance, you are qualified in the name of Jesus. God, Moses, he said, even though I gave you that tradition, now I want to change it. I declare this morning, the authority in heaven, it changes destiny for your advantage. father's property. Ladies, please say amen when I pray this prayer very well. You will not be cheated on the account of your gender. I've seen women suffer because they are women. I have seen the oppression of women because they are a woman. Who made them a woman? They are God. So why teach them? I stand upon this altar this morning and I speak into the life of my sisters here. I declare by the voice of mercy, no limits upon your destiny in the name of Jesus. Those girls said our father died without having a son. We are not the ones who give children. We don't give sons. And God told Moses, what they have asked for is right. Give it to them. And it was given to them. Where I am going is that he said, so that all the ends of the earth might know that the hand of the Lord is powerful, and so that you might fear God always. I want to speak into the lives and destinies of every teenager here this morning. Please say amen when you need to say amen. I'm not joking about this intercultural worship this morning. Every boundary that culture has put forth, and so you cannot cross it. This morning, receive the grace to cross those boundaries. David said that by your help I can run through and through, I can run through a troop, and I can leap over a wall. Every cultural boundary, leap over them. on ladies this morning. Sorry, it's their day. As God has destined it. But ladies, one more time, I join my voice with the voice of God and I speak upon the founders of destiny. As I ask that wherever your name is mentioned for evil, wherever your name is mentioned for people to place a limit upon it, this morning, the name of Jesus will give you victory. Dear ladies, like Esther, you will be preferred. I said like Esther, you will be preferred. Okay, so that you will know that the hand of God is in this matter. Amongst other ladies, you shall be preferred. Have your seat very quickly and let's look at the word of God together. Today, we have chosen to celebrate our respective cultures. Nigeria has over 204 different languages. People from different tribes and tongues, Yoruba, Hausa, Epic, Ibibio, Kalabari, people from Hausa, Fulani, Ijo, Urobo, Ishekiri, Tiv, and all and all. Many of them we can't even mention and finish mentioning. All of these languages are products of different cultures. Now, we define culture in our social studies class as what? The way of life of a people. So when you see people behaving that way, you can easily say that they are from social and so place. This includes their language. When somebody says, Nde, 
what, where is it from? Where is it from? You don't know. Where is it from? Ibo, Ibo, Ndewo. That means we greet you. When somebody says saloon, where is it from? No, that one. When somebody says mingwa, where is it from? You can easily identify a particular culture by language. Sometimes also you can identify a particular culture by their stories. Some of us in our cultures, we have some stories about Jesus. In my own tribe, my own part of the West where we come from, we have a reflection of Jesus in our cultural story. He's known as Ella. Ella is the close representation of Jesus in Yoruba mythology in the natural sense. If you go down to Hausa, when people tell the stories, they tell you of wars that their forefathers fought using camels and horses, using arrows and spears, and things that you can trace to their culture. A people's dressing also gives them out and you can know the particular culture they come from. Looking at me this morning, what culture do I represent? Who can stand up? What culture do you think she's representing? Similar reference to rise up to these two? Where? Ashanti. And that's the Ghanaian culture. Bosse, rise up. Where's Dorcas? Rise up to. Where are they without even listening to their music? Coming from the Look at Auntie Diola this morning. Where is she from? Look at the sisters of Tolashe. Permit me, I'll pick your name very soon. Where are they from? Um, Pelumi, right? Rise up with your. What's the Esiki? Abida Esiki, which one? Where is it from? You can easily tell the people. Tolashe, rise up. Where is it from? <laughs> Prof, rise up. Where are you from? Two of you, two of you, stand up. Where are you from? This is a Niger Delta address. We told her she too. Essay, confirm your robot woman just that there's no gilly on top. Maybe you did it on purpose or you could not find your gilly. And many of us like that. Now, the way we dress gives us out and tells us the culture we represent. Those of you wearing t shirt and jeans this morning, you are looking at UK people. You will go to UK and you will be okay. You will go to US and you will be useful. So the values people share also tells of their culture. As Yoruba people, if I ask you something now, maybe I should begin to ask, what can you say about the Yoruba culture? What are the things you can pick out about Yoruba culture as values? Respect. What else? Discipline, sir. <laughs> what again? What again? Eh? The greets. How do you stand up? Stand up. How do you people greet? Greet me like your man now. Hey! A friend of mine was telling me a story that he traveled to the US and was greeting his uncle and then he prostrated on the floor. His wife's friend who was in there said, What is it? Something, something for that? You want to pick something on the floor? He did not understand. Our people's values, cultural values, even their food. What kind of food do they eat in Ghana? Donkuno. What's our favorite food in Yoruba land here? Amala. Inyo? The two of them, both, both. Depending on. And then you see now, even in our culture, we still have another culture. How many of you were taught cultures and subcultures in your secondary school or university? Because if you go to Bumashop, Bumashop people, they are the Amala and the Begiri people. That's so, that's so. If you go to Elisha and Ekiti, we are the Inyo people. Do you get it? I don't know, I don't know. You are right, you are right. Lagos, you eat, you eat, you eat. 
kingdom live. All of these things are the parts of our cultures. We need to know them. It is very important for young people to learn and respect their cultures because they are the ones holding the future. So as we celebrate our heritage this morning, we are looking at the important and the good things that we can pick from our individual cultures and make them know the essence of this sermon or the goal of this sermon is to lift Christ and godliness above all cultures. It is to lift Christ above all cultures. Celebrating our heritage this morning is giving honor and recognition to our culture. It is showing respect and remembering our cultural values. From Joshua chapter 4 that we read this morning, I'll highlight three things and then I close the sermon and then we celebrate more in God's presence. First, we see that God gave the people of Israel a responsibility. We all in our different cultures, we have responsibilities. We have responsibilities and we must not forget them. We must not forget the responsibilities we have in our cultures. Look at what the Lord told Joshua in that scripture. God gave them an instruction. He said, carry the ark of the covenant and come out of the Jordan. God speaks to every one of us here this morning. Irrespective of our culture, we must carry God's presence. We must carry the life of God and emerge from our respective cultures. Any culture that downplays the essence of Christ is not worth it. It's not worth it at all. We must not forget where we come from. God was speaking to them. He said that you should carry the ark of the covenant and come out of Jordan. And Joshua gave that assignment to the priest. He said come out of Jordan. And they came out carrying the covenant. And then they set their feet on dry land. I'm looking for something here and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I can't find it easily like that. Just give me a few seconds. I hope I come around it in, in a few seconds. Great. Yes, yes, yes. Good. Here is it. We can't forget where we are coming from. Because where we are coming from gives us a sense of a picture of where we are going. Our cultures, we begin to look at it, and sometimes what we think of are those great peoples in our culture that we remember. But let me tell you this morning, without values, there are no people. What makes people are the values. What makes people are the values that they practice. They are the values that they believe. I hope you know that many human beings can behave like animals. I hope you know that many human beings with their head on their head and their leg on their leg, they can truly behave like animals. Where is this one from? But when they are values that they hold so dear, it defines them. It gives beauty to life. Our heritage are beyond our heroes. If they ask you today to mention some heroes of your culture, some of us can begin to mention them. Some of you will mention Odudua. Some of you will mention Oromia. You will mention them. What again will you mention from my Bible? Which hero do you know in your, in your, in your, eh? in your culture? Who do you know in, what, time in your culture? Which? You see them? You see them? Ruth, can you bail him out? Can you? Are you here? Aquaman. <laughs> Which name can you remember from your culture? Whatever the stories of your cultures are told. Which names do you remember? What name are you? Eh? 
Obatala. Obatala. Great guy, man. Oh, give him a clap. Give him a clap. Beyond those men's lessons. Okay, yes, yes. She, yes, she's part of the culture in the South. Because she stopped the killing of twins. Okay, so. <laughs> we borrow her and make her part of the culture. <laughs> Amen. But beyond those names that we remember from our cultures, our heritage, our collection of our language, our values, our, our meals, our stories. Painful enough, some of us can't even speak our languages. It's a thing to cover your face and cry. Painfully, some of our parents don't help the matter. You go to school, hi, hello. You come home, hi, hello. Our cultures, our values, our practices are the things that makes the world to know us. So this morning, before we can respect our culture, we must know what our heritage is. And these are the things I've highlighted. Our language, our stories, our meals. Some of you don't even know the food of your town. In fact, even the clothes, you don't know how your people dress. God was speaking to Joshua. He said, take responsibility. Cross the Jordan. And as you do that, carry 12 stones with you. And this were to be a memorial for the people in the years to come. Now, what does that say to us? There is a responsibility to preserve our heritage and our culture irrespective of the time. I hope you know that the fight between Israel and the people in, in, uh, in the Middle East is a fight to erode their culture and the values of the people. All the places that they have been sending missiles to, to strike, they are historical sites that you can find in the Bible. How many of you have heard that the people in the Middle East, in Iraq and Pakistan, they have been fighting Israel? How many of you have been here? Airstrikes today, airstrikes tomorrow. Go and find out the places they are doing this airstrikes. They are the places that you can find in the Bible. So when we go for tour to Israel, to Jerusalem, we go to those places to see. But they don't want them to be anymore. God will cause them to fail. Joshua makes it clear in verse 22 that each Israelite present at the Jordan was responsible for passing the information that they are receiving to the next generation. The same way, it's a responsibility upon you this morning to transfer your heritage, your culture to the next generation. Can I say this to you? The least you can do about your culture is to learn your language. The least. So whether you, interestingly, life has made it easy. If you don't learn it, in fact, they are teaching Yoruba in school now. So learn it very well. Any language you are learning in school, learn it very well. Put your heart to it. Don't say it's not important. You will know it's important. When you get to the embassy and they ask you to speak your language. This part of Israel's history would be remembered for years to come. Just like the parts of our history would also be remembered. It's a responsibility for us to pass it upon the next generation. Well done, Jesse, you are doing well. Just as this responsibility was upon the Israelites, it's also a responsibility upon us. Our culture and history, they are dying because we have not taken responsibility to preserve them. Today, many of you want to greet elders. Good morning, sir. Full Yoruba boy, you want to greet your grandpa. You are saying good morning, grandpa. Where did this go? And ladies too. 
Money, good money. Please preserve your culture and be original. Where you need to be cultural, be. I also put it to you this morning that we must know where we are coming from. Beyond taking responsibility, we must have a sense of where we are coming from. Interestingly, the bulk of the things that we have in this country today were products of Christianity. Go and read your history and your social studies class. You will see how Christianity brought civilization to Nigeria. And in our respective cultures, we have seen them push Jesus. We have seen them push Jesus, building hospitals, building schools, doing all of that. And today, somebody somewhere is not wanting Jesus to be known. They have failed already. What did I say? They have failed. They have failed. They have failed. They have failed. The fear of God. Every culture has a sense of God. I was telling you a story that back in the ages, if your mom sells things, all she needs to do is to put it by the roadside, take some stones, and put on top of what she's selling. Anybody who is passing and wants to buy, we just go there, look at the number of stones, that tells them the amount to pay. They drop the cowries or the pennies or the shillings or the naira there, and they leave. Whenever the person that put that thing comes back, we will meet his money there. was life. What we have today is not life anymore. You can't even walk around the streets with your phone in your hands. Somebody wants to collect it by force. You are driving and they are banging your glass. Give me. We've suddenly lost the fear of God in our cultures. Where did it go? People made in the image of God, a fellow human being will take a fellow human being and put knife on their neck. This morning, I'm saying to you that a critical part of our culture is the fear of God. We have lost it, but as the unusuals, we need to discover it again. The fear of God, the Bible says, is the beginning of wisdom. Where is it? Some of you are in the church and you are doing other things. Even if you don't read it in the Bible, it's in your culture that you must fear God. The fear of God. The three Hebrew boys, Joseph, all that they said was that, how can I do this and offend God? Do you fear God? What else do we see in our culture? Hospitality. Hospitality. It is not only in the Bible. Our parents grew up taking care of strangers. I told you sometimes in the course of this series, we'll be speaking on how to live and walk with the physically challenged. Because I've seen how those people have been treated as if they are less human beings. We lack hospitality. Somebody is coming, carrying a load, especially elders, is carrying a load. And you, you are walking beside that person. Well done, sir. Well done, sir. And you are good. Where is the hospitality that tells you that you should give help? Where is the hospitality to care for them? Some of you, a guest will come to your house. Even a cup of water you cannot give. Somebody has been in your house for 20 minutes. You don't know it came in the sun. But that don't cost. Okay. Make it a cost. But for some of us, whether no matter how expensive it is, we'll be hospitable. Whatever the cost of water, what does it cost you? Can you be hospitable for once? Can you care for people? Love! These are basic things that we find from our culture. He told them, he said, you need to pass this on to the next generation. As I round up, I want you to know that we all have these things in our cultures, but we seem to have forgotten them or played them to the gallery. 
In our cultures, we learn service. Serving with your gift, your time, and your talents. Oh, back then, you are having a wedding or a naming ceremony. People will come and help you to serve meals. You don't need to go and let corporate ushers. Today, even in this our teenagers church, if we want to do anything now, we need to first of all come and beg some of you. Say, will you help us to serve drinks? I keep saying it. Thank God for those ladies who come here every week, at least twice, to clean this environment for us to have a conducive atmosphere. Nobody told I stand before. I never said it to them. They took it as their own responsibility to serve God in that area. And some of you will come. The is even dating. What are you doing? Are you learning to serve? These things are parts of our cultures. We've just thrown them out of the out of the house. We must learn to serve. We must love our brothers and our sisters. We must love in all truth and in all sincerity. We must love. Love is important. It makes life what it is. Again, we learn respect. Respect. Young people, I beg you, if there is anything that you must not throw away, apart from all that they say, it is respect and honor. CPK, call it, call it. As if it's your meat. When you go to the office, call it yourself there. Or BC yourself there. But when you are in this environment, can you give some self, yourself some forms of respect? Brother, call it. Sister in New Lua. You are not mates. You are no, you are no age mates. Forget that. You know, we used to say that we will be age mates, but we are not grace mates. Uh, you can not be grace mates, and you are also not age mates. Whether it is one week that person takes from you, it's so that, that you can't buy it in the market. Or you've been to shop right before and you see this store is for age. Buy your age here. Yeah. Let's learn to respect people. When you see a person that you know, even you don't need to know it's older than you, respect them for the face value of what respect means. Supportiveness. These are values we need to remind ourselves of, to be supportive of one another. Your friends in class, they are doing something and you can help in that area. But because you feel you are, you have arrived. I know alive. You feel you have arrived. So all that they are doing, just walk away. We move. We move. May you not move. supporting. You come to church on Saturday. You find some people cleaning. Some people are setting up this one. Your own journey. You be done walking around. Can you be supporting? Add your strength. Add your own contribution. It may be little, but let me tell you this morning, that sense of supportiveness, it binds us together. Never walk alone. It's Liverpool's theme. If you walk alone, you may arrive at the place fast, but you may not go far. Many of us have destroyed ourselves in loneliness. You are walking alone. It's me and me alone. Oh God. And what did you say? Oh God. You are God. You are God. What other value again am I introducing to you from our cultures as we celebrate our cultural heritage? Timeliness. Oh, our fathers, they were never late comers to events. In the days when men were men and women were owned by men, who deserved them? Amen? 
you have an event, you have a program for somewhere, and you are leaving home. Service starts for 8 o'clock. You are leaving home at 8 o'clock. I'm sure you know you are, you are late already. Service does not start at the time you are leaving home. It starts before you have left home. Service for 8 o'clock. You are just leaving home at 8. At least I know you know you will get there by 8 at What other value again should we celebrate from our cultures? What other value? I remember one now, security. As societies, our communities, we take responsibility for their security. How many of you have visited your hometown before? Not the city home, your village, go, go, go. Do you realize that as you are entering, there's something that looks like a fence, they build with sticks. Yeah. Guarding your either your own house or your house, your uncle's house, they build those houses together and they form a kind of small gate. How many of you have noticed that? How many of you also noticed that without taking salary from your family, the volunteer who will join the vigilante? You were not born in the time that life was very sweet. Ah, life is sweet now. May it be sweet for you. But I remember back then, our uncles, our big brothers, in the night, for one, two hours, you see them going out, checking on doors that are locked. Some of you, even your own house, you are the reason why thieves will plan to break the house. <laughs> because as you are going to sleep, you have left the door open, you have left the window open, you have left, oh, I remember when you were back there. You will be sleeping in the house in the night. They will bang your gate. You push off your parlor lights. These are things that thieves see and they get attracted to your house. We take responsibility for our security. God bless your father with 20,000 naira and he has come home with it in the evening. And because he's your father, he loves all of you. God did a miracle today. Somebody dashed me 20,000 naira. Ah! Hey, my father. Hey, somebody dashed 20,000 naira today. He put it in his room, under his bed. He put his pillow on top. And then in the night, somebody come and look, blah, 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 blah. they'll bring it. You don't know you are the one that has given your family out. Can we be security conscious for once? What else do you remember? I've finished my summer. Pass. Any other? What else do you remember from your country? Don't trust celebrate this point. Humility. 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 Some of you, you will be seated somewhere. An elder will come. Elder with walking stick. You will sit down and cross your leg. And you'll be standing. May God deliver you. What else? Service. Man? Abstinence. Abstinence. For many of you, virginity is an old fashioned. But I hope you know. Maybe you don't know. I know many of you don't know. Let me tell you this story. Back then, when a man marries a woman, Oh, you, you heard that story? Yeah. You don't know the story? Why Eh? Ma? Back then, hear me very well. Hear me very well. Hold your peace, I'll tell you the story. I'll tell you. Back then, when a man marries a woman, on their first night after their wedding, the man spreads the white clothes on the bed to meet his wife. After that night, he wraps the clothes and takes it to the parents of the bride. It's a gift they will never forget in their life. If the clothes, hold your wash what? That's all you are saying. I will, please remember to speak about common sense. <laughs> <laughs> I just said, thank you for raising that statement. Common sense is also part of our heritage. So, listen, so if the cloth returns to the parent of the bride, the way the man bought it, it's a shame to the family. It means that the young girl has been sleeping around. 
and so she has been disveggied or disflowered. And for the man, back then in the village, eh, it's a taboo for a boy to have sex before he's married. But today, of course, how would they know about it? I hope you know that you have had sex before you. You yourself, you know you will know. And I hope you know that God himself will know. And so that is communication. Can you keep yourself? Can you keep yourself? Stop making yourself available at the cheapest price of pizza and ice cream. You want me to tell you many parts of that story? God forgive you. Stop making yourself cheap. In fact, ask the other, painfully, today these guests are going to meet boys. Hello, young ladies. Are you in church this morning? Yes, sir. Please, don't fall for the lie that there are more girls than boys in the town today. So you have to beg boys to marry you. If you don't beg them, they will not marry you. If he's beating you, he loves you. Even if he's beating you, stay. That is the proof that he loves you. Or if he's beating you, you better stay and manage. Because if he leaves you, no man will come and marry you. You are digging your grave small, small. Don't worry, we'll help you do the slab. And buy the coffee. Borrow yourself, sense. Borrow yourself, sense. Keep yourself. If you honor God with your life and your body, the man for you, who will value you for being the queen that you are, God will bring him for you. Stop carrying yourself up and down, begging men, begging men. You are using your body to beg men. Are you a souvenir? He's beating you, beating you, like table tennis. And he says he loves you. Like lie love. Glory in love. Love more. Love more. Last one. Common sense. One of the things about our culture is common sense. The one that will tell you, go and bring this thing for me. You are, mommy, here is it. Where do I keep it? Put it on my head. You got it? You know the Igaru. Abara. Don't love Sipas. Don't love Have common sense. When they say, you know some of you, your mother's want to give you instruction. I'm leaving home this morning, sweep the floor, do the plates. Cook the meal. If you like, when I come, don't do it. Leave it like that. We will eat. <laughs> what is the last thing your mother said? Leave it like that. And because you lack common sense, what will you do? And when your mom comes, you will meet it. Common sense. Borrow yourself, common sense. You are walking on the street and somebody is following you, close market, is following you. Bumper to bumper, bumper to bumper. And your head is not telling you that this one wants to harm you. Borrow yourself, common sense. What did I say? Yourself. Unfortunately, they say common sense is not common. common sense. Some of you, you have your uniform, four buttons, two have removed. You lack common sense to pack the buttons together. May the Lord help us. Amen. May the Lord help us. How many of us have been blessed this morning? How many of us have been blessed this morning? Great service, great service, great service, great service. Let's rise up to our faith. Let's just celebrate God this morning in our respective cultures. This is what we are going to do without a keyboard, without the drums. You will sing a song from any culture that you just love. It can be Hausa, it can be Igbo, it can be Yoruba, it can be English. Just sing a song to praise God. Every tongue, every tribe, rise up this morning and let's celebrate God. Are you singing your song? Let me see, I'm coming to that. Sing your song in your court, sing it, sing it in that culture. I'll give you two minutes to sing it. Don't keep quiet, don't keep quiet. Open your mouth. Let's go. Till every tongue, every tribe will sing his praise.
together. Everybody say it again.